Hey, what's up, Bible study fam? This is Pastor Mackey. I'm really excited to be a part of this again. Uh, we're going through the Gospel of Mark, um, chapter 4. Uh, we're, today we're doing verses 35 through 41. I love the Gospel of Mark. I love the Gospels and how it portrays. I just love narratives in general and the narrative um, of our God in the flesh, Jesus, um, doing ministry. And we're still early on in his ministry, uh, chapter 4, verse 35 through 41. Uh, I'm going to read it to you. I'm in the English Standard Version today. Um, I'm going to say a couple of the phrases uh, from the Message Version as well, because I love how Eugene Peterson and that paraphrase puts it at times. But uh, chapter 4, verse 35 through 41, the Gospel of Mark. Um, On that day when evening had come, he said to them, let us grow across to the other side. So Jesus, he's talking to the disciples here, and he says, let's get in this boat and go across um, this large, large, large body of water, this lake. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. Jesus was asleep. This is, this is Jesus we're talking about. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And then he awoke and rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? He's asking them, Where's your faith at? Verse 41, And they were filled with great fear, and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and sea obey him? Um, Here's a few things to remember as we read this verse. Uh, first thing I want you to remember is this, is that a lot of these disciples in this boat had experienced a situation like this, very similar, because a lot of them were fishermen. Uh, a lot of them had been on boats numerous times, obviously as fishermen. And I'm sure, I'd have to hope, um, just scientifically and where probability comes in, is they had experienced storms before. Um, so it's interesting that they get so fearful of this storm in particular. Uh, a couple of reasons for that is maybe it was a bigger storm than normal. Um, maybe some of the other disciples that weren't familiar with these storms um, had little faith that this storm, uh, that they'd make it through. They literally say here in the Bible, uh, Mark records that uh, they ask him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Obviously that word perishing means dying. Teacher, do you not care that I'm dying? Do you not care about my life? Uh, My physical life is what they're asking. They're panicking, clearly. Another thing I want you to remember is this, is uh, Jesus had actually performed a pretty powerful miracle uh, before this. So if we're following the Gospel of Mark um, in a vacuum, uh, we see back in chapter 2, they approach Jesus and uh, Jesus and whoever his followers were at that time, um, he had not called all the disciples to follow him yet. Uh, if we're following the timeline of Mark, um, the other synoptic gospels would probably give us a little more information on who was with him. Um, but it says that there were followers following behind him that were left in awe. This was a sign and wonder that he did. Uh, what happened was Jesus was walking by this man who was paralyzed, who was a paraplegic, and he spoke with this man, asked him if he had faith, and the man said, I do have faith, and he told the man to get up and walk. And when Jesus said that, that man got up and walked. 
probably for the first time in his whole life or for many, many, many years. So this was a miracle. This was a sign. This was a wonder. This was a sign that Jesus was God. And then this was a wondrous thing, um, a wonder that was supposed to build faith. So I want you to remember that as we study this scripture, is that as they're on the boat, that they don't realize that Jesus not only has the power to uh, raise someone from paralysis, uh, to heal them miraculously in a moment, not only does he have that power, but he has power over the earth and over the elements of earth. And in an uncontrollable situation like a storm, because the disciples, they couldn't control that they were in a storm. They, they didn't make the storm happen, right? But when they were in this uncontrollable situation, um, a lot like that man who was paralyzed, um, they needed a reminder and actually a revelation that Jesus was God, and that meant he had control over the uncontrollables as well. So here's two things they know, disciples. As they go and they rush to wake up Jesus, here's things they know, but maybe they're not thinking of at the time, is that they know the situation. Because remember, they've been in these situations before. They've seen a miracle happen. They've been a part of storms. They've seen storms. And then they know this rabbi. They know their God. They know what he can do, what he's capable of to a certain extent. So here's our question as we focus on this scripture. Why are they panicking? Why did they have so much doubt as they rushed to wake up Jesus? And then Jesus, he, he wakes up immediately. And it, there's no, even in the recording of this in Luke, there's no... Um, indication that Jesus said anything else um, before he calms the storm. So that's good to remember, is that Jesus may not even speak before the calm. Uh, he could have even spoken, and they just weren't paying attention. That's a possibility, is that it wasn't recorded even in the gospel, because the situation was just so big, the feelings were so big. So they go and they wake him up, he says nothing, recorded at least. He speaks directly to the storm. He speaks directly to the situation. Once he speaks to the situation, he speaks to us. He speaks to the people. Here's what I think the disciples needed, and here's what I think we need when we read this story. First is I think we need a reminder that Jesus is in the boat. I think we need a reminder when we approach storms in our lives, which... If you're listening to this, I'm sure you have, or, or you may be right now, is that you need to be reminded that Jesus is in the boat. I think another thing we need a lot of times is rescuing. That the feelings get big, that the situation gets big, we're in over our head, we're not thinking clearly, right? And we're not, we don't have the view of Jesus, the view of the Holy Spirit with us, and the situation seems big. And we need rescued. We need rescued. I believe that when we remember and are reminded that Jesus is in the boat, that I think that's the moment when he rescues us from that situation. Here's another thing. I believe Jesus could have rescued these disciples without calming the storm. I believe his hand of protection could have been over them in the boat without him commanding the storm to cease. But he still did it. 
and I believe he did it to build faith. The third thing after reminding and rescuing, I think the third thing is revelation. I think that Jesus did this in this moment to reveal something, to reveal his power, to reveal what the Holy Spirit is working through him, to reveal that he's God. And I think a lot of times in our storms that we need to be uh, reminded, we need to be rescued from them, but also God's revealing something to us. I think he could reveal multiple things. I think he can reveal that we've turned our boat into a storm, that maybe we saw a storm and we made a choice or decision or a chain of decisions, a loop of decisions, right? And you've turned your boat right into the storm. You said, I'm going to avoid that. I'm not going to be a part of that. But instead you did it. And then when Jesus comes along to rescue you, when he comes along to reveal that storm to you, to reveal his power in it, I think he's revealing himself in it. I think he's revealing his power. I think a lot of times he'll even allow us to go through a situation and storm to reveal that power to us. Another thing I think he reveals, I think at times he's revealing to us that the question wasn't necessarily for the disciples. It was, it was, do you care about us? And I don't think that should be our question. I think when the situation gets big, I think when the storm gets big, that's often the question is, does God care about me? Does God care about this? Does God, does God even hear me when I speak to him? And I think we're often asking the wrong questions. And we feel like God's not talking to us or answering us because we are asking the wrong questions. Because I think it's sometimes in those moments, and this is going to be the heavy hitter here, is I think when we're asking those questions, we're asking the wrong question. We shouldn't be asking, is Jesus in the boat? Does Jesus even care that we're perishing like the disciples asked? I think we should be asking, are we in the boat? Are we even in the boat with Jesus? You might have gotten off the boat with Jesus and gotten on into your own little John boat, own little canoe, own little rescue boat, and paddled away from Jesus' plan for your life. You paddled away for Jesus, from Jesus' purpose for your life, right into the middle of the storm, and now you're wondering, where was God? Where is God? I believe that Jesus will reveal to you at times through storms, through tough situations. Because remember, we're in a broken world that when you start to follow Jesus, things don't become perfect magically, that we still experience the brokenness of this world, the imperfections of this world. I think at times Jesus is asking us that when we ask him, God, are you even here? He's asking us, are you here? Are you in my presence? Are you in the boat with me? Because Jesus didn't go anywhere. Jesus didn't leave you. The Holy Spirit didn't leave you. I heard a pastor once describe it this way. Uh, there's a moment in Genesis when, sorry, Exodus, when Moses steps into the presence of God um, and he hears God speaking through this burning bush. And in that moment, God tells him through the burning bush to take your sandals off because you're on holy ground. Here's what I love about that passage. I don't think the ground all of a sudden became holy. I think Moses just became aware of it. Here's where I'm going with that. I don't think that we should be asking, God, are you here? I think we should be asking, God, am I with you? 
Am I in your plan? Am I in your boat? Am I even following you? You want that storm to cease? You want to be delivered through that storm? That's another thing too. I think God delivers us through things rather than from things a lot of times. Again, he wants us to learn something. He wants us to to be taught something. He wants more miracles to happen because of this thing. I think he's asking us, are you in the boat with me? And that's what I'd ask you today. As you encounter storms, as you know people that encounter storms, are you in the boat with Jesus? Does he care about you? Yes, we know the character of God. We read this, these stories, we read the Bible. We know he loves us. We know he cares for us. We know he wants the best for us. We know he has a plan and a purpose for, his, for our life. But have you gotten out of the boat? Thanks for joining us for the Bible study. We love you. Have an awesome day.